T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. So I mentioned I went to the uh, Mizzou game on Saturday at Mizzou Arena against Alabama. You know, are you familiar with the Golden Girls? You know, the, uh, no, the I am dance not. True, it's not you know Estelle Getty and the gang. It's the Golden Girls are like it's not the cheerleaders. It's the the dance squad, if you will. That's what they call no, them, the Golden Girls. I don't. Well, know. they didn't have those on Saturday. They just did a drag show in the middle of um, Missouri Arena during halftime. I don't oh, know if you heard about okay. that. Yeah, uh-uh. they just thought that was the thing to do in Columbia. But I say this because we had a controversy last week. There's an investigation now into students who saw a drag show at a diversity celebration, which was supposed to be about. MLK. We talked about this on the roundtable on Friday. Uh, State Senate Leader Caleb Routon of Columbia is with us this afternoon. He's the Senate pro tem, and he tweeted about this because he was getting some calls on Friday. Senator, how are you this afternoon? Doing good. Good to be with you. So let's just kind of start from the beginning. What happened here, and when when did you start hearing about it? Yeah, so they have uh, this Columbia Valley's diversity breakfast has been something that's been going on for for. I don't know, 40 years probably, uh, long before I ever got into politics. I've actually gone in the past and sponsored tables, et cetera. Um, they had their uh, event this year, um, and I probably started getting calls uh, early in the afternoon uh, that that uh, that there was this uh, drag show that happened uh, toward the end and that there were some kids there, et cetera. And so we started doing some digging and, and um, you know, Came, came to find out that it's a, it's a city-sponsored event, but clearly there was uh, some uh, communication between the city and the school. There was a consent form that was very, very vague that parents had to sign. Uh, and so we it was it was middle of the day uh, on uh, Friday, I guess it was, uh, and then we it really started kind of hitting after that. We we had dozens of calls uh, to our office here in, in Jefferson City, so um, that's when we kind of started talking about, you know, kind of next steps and, and what we needed to do as the senator from that area. You know, one of the things, we, we discussed this on the roundtable on Friday that I do, and um, my colleague and friend Jane Duker was on the panel, and John Gaskin, both Democrats, and they said, look, their, their reaction is when they saw your tweet is, Caleb Rodden doesn't really, you know, shoot from the hip like this. If he's tweeting this out, that it's serious, and there are reactions, and in fact, there were a lot of harsh reactions, Right. Yeah, no, I'm I'm usually not the I, I I mean for lack of a better term I'm usually not the social warrior I don't I don't I'm not the first guy to scream about that, those sorts of things I I do think um, this was and you know look I I have no opinion of drag shows I've never gone to one I don't really care they're not my thing but you know I'm not using using the force of law to out, outlaw them or anything I do think that you know you have uh, a situation here where uh, somehow throughout the course of the planning process. 
uh, and the decision to bring kids. Uh, and, and one specific instance that we're aware of where uh, there was a mom who, who um, spilled out the consent form thinking that she was, you know, uh, sending her kid to a MLK diversity event and her kid is non verbal autistic uh, little boy. And so, you know, having to explain those things on the back end, uh, she was obviously very distraught, very upset. So, you know, for me, it is, it's less about um, <laughs> the, the drag show, right? That is what it is. If a bunch of adults uh, in a room want to watch uh, some folks in drag, it's, it's none of my business. I don't care. I wasn't there. Um, but I do think that the reality with the the, the, the kids being there and, and the un, un, their, no, no ability for them to, to have any sort of say in whether or not they wanted to be a part of this, I think it's a fail, failure of leadership at the school level. We have a meeting with the superintendent and others on Thursday. Uh, I'm going to hear their, their side of the story, and then we're, we're going to figure out what's next. So, yeah, that was my follow-up question. So you got a meeting. You requested that meeting. You're going to sit down with them. Look, we have the I have Andrew Bailey, who's the new attorney general, coming on tomorrow, and I guess he'll talk about this. But he says that this is an inappropriate sexual performance in the form of a drag show and maybe that there is child endangerment issues here. That might take it. For me, that might take it a little bit too far, but what are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, I, yeah, I, I think, um, you know, there was a story that came out uh, just, just a few minutes ago that I was quoted in that talks about a G-rated, you know, show. I, I, I don't know. I'm not I, – I don't even know how to make distinctions between what a G-rated and an R-rated drag show is, so I'm not going to try <laughs> right, to. Right, exactly. Um, but, you know, for me, it, it just goes back to the kids, right, and, and them having – and their parents having the ability to, to know what's going on. You know, I think we we got banged on over the weekend on online because, well, there's more important things to talk about at the state level. Look, we're, we're capable of talking about multiple things at once, right? This is not, uh, this is a part of, uh, you know, just a broader discussion for me that is uh, about parents having transparency and accountability with what's going on with their kids in public education. I didn't think it was going to take this turn, um, but I do think the same kind of general rule applies relative to curriculum and you know, kids' ability to get out of a failing district, et cetera. So it's just a part of a broader theme. It's the reason why, you know, generally speaking, public education is as, as unpopular as it's ever been, really, frankly, in the history of our society, um, just because you're seeing these very weird left turns uh, that have no basis and no business being a part of, of educating our K-12 kids. So, you know, we'll stick up for the parents when we have to, and, uh, you know, we're not going to shoot from the hip. We're not going to do dumb stuff that, that – uh, danger endangers our ability to get the big stuff done, but we're also not going to turn a blind eye while um, you know schools are are doing dumb things. State Senate Pro Tem Caleb Rodden, who is in the Columbia area, while well, I got you here, let's just talk about the session overall. I had the governor on, I believe, it was on Thursday. He had a state of the state address on Wednesday. What'd you like that was in that speech? What would you have liked to have heard? Anything? Yeah, you know, there's a lot of good stuff in there. Obviously, we've got a, a, a lot of money. Uh, I think the the focus on I-70, the focus on infrastructure is, is something that, um, you know, is going to be uh, received warmly here, and we may try to improve on that. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we don't want to start a bunch of new programs and grow government with these one-time funds, but, but you know, we also – uh, our, our picture proof that uh, you can be a fiscally conservative state, that you can cut taxes, our individual income tax, by the time our cuts are done are going to be is going to be, um, you know, a quarter down from where it was a decade ago. Uh, we, we You can cut taxes and still uh, be fiscally sound and still have money to invest in things that matter. So I think that's a, a success story. You know, I'd, I'd always love to hear more about education reform. Uh, he had some stuff in there about education I thought was good. Um, but, you know, I do think the time is right for us just to continue to, to 
push as hard as humanly possible, given the variables that we were just talking about, to just do everything we can to give parents more choices and, and give kids a, a chance to have an education that isn't contingent upon their bank account, their parents' bank account. You probably know this, Senator, in, in St. Louis here, we've had a lot of coverage over, particularly last session, about the dysfunction amongst Republicans. It really was never about Democrats. There aren't a lot of them in the legislature, but the dysfunction in particular on the Senate side amongst Democrats. But that's settled down quite a bit, hasn't it, this, this uh, session, or at least potentially? It, yeah, we're starting on a good path. I think, you know, the the I think nobody nobody enjoyed last year, um, you know, and that that map uh, it ended up being, uh, you know, just an umbrella that was was hard to get out from underneath. Um, but, uh, you know, I think we're starting from a better place. There's a, a new group of folks here. I think the, the seven new Republicans that are that, are, that came in, uh, some came over from the House, some of them are, are just new to the legislature. But all conservative, all want to get along. They want to, you know, accomplish big things. And so I think, you know, we've kind of come together under the idea, let's let's just do big stuff. Let's do things that matter. These are my last two years. And, and you know, I'm thinking about kind of how you leave a legacy and certainly, you know, some of these infrastructure investments, if you can rebuild I-70 and 7063 for folks who live in the in mid-Missouri, or those, those are big things that matter in the long term. But there's also some huge conservative things out there that I think our group is pretty united around, um, you know, finding a ways to get those things done. So, yeah, we'll we'll have days where we don't like each other, I'm sure. We'll have days where we fight a little bit, but I think it's going to look a lot different than uh, it did last year. On the education front, what in particular would you like to see? And, uh, you know, we got a lot of issues related to critical race theory and some of the gender nonsense out there, but those are very difficult areas to legislate around, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, you can't, you know, just to say we're going to ban CRT and K-12 education really, frankly, does very little in the grand scheme of things because, the way that kind of mindset is being is being taught uh, is kind of just ingrained in, in everything, as opposed to something that's on a piece of paper, you know, some theory that's happening in, in fifth grade. That's obviously not happening. But um, you know, I do think the it, it goes to the greater uh, kind of message and narrative, which is um, you know, parents should have more say and more uh, accountability to understand what their kids are. Uh, experiencing what they're being taught in in their schools, and if they don't like that, um, then there should be some recourse. There yep. should be some ability for them to move on and do something else, whether it's open enrollment in another um, traditional public or going to a charter or something like that. I mean, the, the final goal for me is um, that that a parent would have uh, any amount the amount of money that they needed, you know, to send their kid to any school that made sense for them. I mean, it, it I, I I think the only way this thing actually works is. Um, just a, a, a wide open process where, com- where competition matters and where, you know, the best schools get the best kids. And, um, you know, you, 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 a rising tide lifts all boats as, as opposed to what the traditional public model with the, the teachers unions is, which is just to keep everybody kind of tamped down so nobody looks bad. Senator Rowden, thank you so much. Do, um, do me a favor. Try to keep Nick Schroer and Mary Elizabeth in order. You know, they're troublemakers here in the St. Louis series. So I know you have them in your chamber now. Been done. <laughs> All right. Hey, Caleb, thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right. Nice work. Yep. Senator Caleb Rowden in uh, Columbia. Get more at 971talk.com. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 